Your content tilt is your unique identity in the world, how you stand out from others, and your space. What many artists do is copy what someone else is doing in hopes that they'll be able to ride the coattails of what someone else has already done. with the new music industry podcast the only resource dedicated to teaching you how to create the life you want through music so i finally finished up a bunch of coursework and i'm actioning a lot of what i've been learning and i continue to talk with my mastermind group every two weeks and that's been a vital part of my growth and progress as well and i'm beginning to see some of the results of that and it's been amazing there's been some increased engagement and people are going wow you're really funny i didn't realize you were so funny yeah i guess i haven't always shown my personality in full especially here on the podcast i've always kind of conducted myself chill and zen and professional i intend to show more and more of my personality through my content though because i recognize the importance of that like that was the difference like that was the bridge that people needed to be able to relate to what i was saying because i've been publishing what i think what i personally think to be incredible content for many years now now if you don't agree that's fine but if you check out some of my recent content you're going to begin to see oh wow this is a little different than the way he used to publish and honestly i want this to be about you i want the publishing the blog posts the podcast episodes the videos to be about you such that it makes a difference for you that's what i want so i didn't necessarily get on this journey thinking like this business journey, it was going to be long, circuitous path, but I also didn't expect it to be easy. And right now, it's just really one step at a time. That's what it feels like day by day, week by week, inching closer and closer to defining my brand with more clarity and scaling the products that I got. Now, on this journey, you don't always stop and reflect. And when I recently took a business assessment, I realized, oh, yeah. I have achieved a lot of the things I set out to do to this point, and now it's about three things. It's about money, time, and clarity. Now, those things are always important, but there are different phases to a business, and right now, those are the three things that matter most. Money, because it's a financial outlay for tools and resources and courses and coaching and staff, the financial outlay for that is much bigger than it's ever been. Time, because I'm taking on a ton of work, I'm publishing every single day, I have client work to do. Clarity, because I've grown to this point, having a glimpse of what it is that I wanted to do and what I wanted to achieve without recognizing the importance of first having a brand identity and then remaining consistent with that over the long term, showing up for people consistently in the same way. So I'm really homing in on all those things, and that's a little bit of what's been going on. So today, when you're looking to create the life of your dreams through music, there's one topic that's just going to keep coming up repeatedly. Maybe things will change in the future, 5, 10, 20, maybe 50 years from now, things will look a little bit differently than they do now. But right now, this topic is going to keep coming up. And it's been especially relevant in the last 17 years or so, especially for musicians, but for some, it started even before that. And knowing how to prioritize, manage, and properly utilize this tool is going to prove essential to building a life you love. 
In July, author Joe Polizzi published a video titled Best Social Media Strategies for 2021. He's the author of one of my favorite books, Content Inc., and certainly one of the leading experts in the domain of content marketing. In this video, he shared some great tips about social media marketing, so I thought I'd expand on these tips and share my own thoughts. Of course, the video will be in the show notes as well, so you can watch what Joe had to share. Number one, narrow your focus. Many artists, in their attempt to be seen everywhere, try to take on the rather expansive responsibility of trying to create a presence on half a dozen, a dozen, or maybe even more social media platforms. Polizzi argues that you can't be great at all those channels, and this is a solid point. Every platform favors specific types of content or approaches, whether it's news, vertical videos, pictures, or otherwise. When you want to be great on every channel, you've got to prepare different content for each platform, and that's a ton of work. Polizzi says to find one or two, just one or two, platforms you can be great at and focus on those. Words of wisdom right there. There's something else he touches on that's easy to glance over, namely the idea that you should use your social media channels to drive traffic back to your main platform, whether that's your website, podcast, YouTube channel, or otherwise. This is something I shared about in episode 182 of the podcast, titled Spiderweb Marketing, so have a listen to that one as well. Also, take a moment to evaluate your current online presence and begin to eliminate the social media channels where you don't seem to be doing well. Keep the top one or two and put more energy into those. By doing that, you're gonna grow your presence. If you want to do more later and add more channels, then you should consider building a team to help you. Now you should go and create accounts with all the social media channels that you might end up using just to make sure that you got the username. But aside from that, don't focus on trying to do it all. Number two, be clear on your message, your audience, and your niche. Polizzi describes this as your content tilt. Your content tilt is your unique identity in the world, how you stand out from others in your space. What many artists do is copy what someone else is doing in hopes that they'll be able to ride the coattails of what someone else has already done. Now, it is useful to check out what other people are doing, but if you don't understand the reason behind why it's working, then it doesn't help you at all. A better strategy is to be clear on your brand identity and take a stance on issues. People are really scared to do this right now, and I'm kind of surprised. Basically, don't be vanilla because vanilla doesn't stand out and it's largely ignored. Polizzi says the topics you choose to cover could be a differentiator, so don't ignore this. He suggests picking an area where you can be the leading expert, which is relatively easy to do when you've chosen a defined niche rather than a broad one. And that's another important factor to think about. Have you chosen a small enough niche? Number three, be helpful and interesting. Polizzi says we can all share our stuff with friends and family members while getting their feedback on whether what we're sharing is helpful or interesting. This is a really great tip. Have you ever tried it? You can do the same exercise with your followers and fans too if you like. Another important thing to do is to incorporate and share other people's content. Are there any musicians, industry people, managers, booking agents, publicists, experts, bloggers, podcasters, or YouTubers that you like, you could totally be sharing their content instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, coming up with something new every single time. 
This allows you to build a relationship with experts, influencers, and gatekeepers who may end up sharing your content as well. Make a list of people that you think have access to the same audience you want to be reaching and be deliberate about the process of sharing their content. This is a long-term strategy, but if you're organized in how you execute, you can achieve amazing things with this. It's a core part of my strategy now, and I allude to some of the possibilities in episode 39 of the podcast. You might wanna check that out as well. Number four, create an ownership strategy. This point is critical, and I couldn't agree more with Polizzi and his stance. You can build a big following on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or elsewhere, and unfortunately, that audience doesn't belong to you. It belongs to those social networks. So be deliberate about creating call to actions for all of your content. It could be as simple as letting your followers know they can download a free song on your website. Basically, get people onto your email list because you own your email list. Polizzi says many people think email is dead, but it's actually more important than ever, and I agree. So along with all your other content efforts, you should at least have an email newsletter. Number five is be consistent. Remember to publish consistently. The biggest brands and media companies create a schedule and stick to it, something you should be doing as well. There's no need to put together an all-out content assault if you don't have a lot of time or energy to do it, but even if it's just two posts per week on Facebook, choose a specific time for those posts and publish them at the expected time every single week. So in summary, number one, focus on one or two platforms and do those well. Eliminate the channels you aren't doing well on and redirect the energy to the ones that you are doing well on and then you will probably double and triple your results. Two, be clear on your message, your audience, and your niche. You need a content tell. You need to stand out. Number three, be helpful and interesting. Like Dan Kennedy says, the biggest sin in marketing is being boring. Don't be boring. Four, create an ownership strategy. The audience you build on social media does not belong to you. So start building your email list. Number five, be consistent. Commit to a content schedule and show up for your audience. And here's one more tip that I'll add here prioritize. You don't want social media swallowing up your life. In fact, you can do most of what you need to do in about half an hour a day. It might be about 15 minutes to plan the content and create it and another 15 minutes to respond to comments. All right, it's time for news and updates. I don't have any big announcements right now, but I continue to publish something every single day. Would love for you to read it. I think you're gonna get a lot of value out of it. If you'd like to follow along, you can find my blog at davidandrewweeb.com, W-I-E-B-E, and I'm also on Medium. My username is at David A. Weeb. Please do follow me. And again, I don't have anything to announce yet, but I am working on several new courses, so I'll be sure to share about those when they're ready. I'm quite excited about that. As always, we love hearing from you. And we appreciate you listening. So please take a moment to leave a review and rating in iTunes. We do check in every single week. The quickest, easiest, and most convenient way to contact me is on Twitter. My username is at David A. Weeb. Can't seem to figure out what you should be working on right now? Overwhelmed by too many options? Not sure what your next steps might be? Go to musicalentrepreneurhq.com slash join. 
to get your weekly action plan and get your music career on track today. I'm David Anjoub and I look forward to seeing you on the stages of the world. Thank you for listening. Music in this episode was brought to you by Brian Young. Wherever you're listening to this right now, please consider leaving a five-star review and comment to help us get the word out about the podcast.